You're listening to the Women for Greatness podcast, episode 20, hosted by Serena Hess. In this episode, you get to meet my friend, B, who is obsessed with all things space and astronomy. B is the founder of a jewelry line called Astrono Beads. Astrono Beads is astronomy-inspired jewelry, and each piece of jewelry relates to a bigger message about space and about the world. In this episode, we talk about a few things. B talks about how when she opened up about her geeky side to the world, people were genuinely interested in her passion of the planets. We learn how everyone and their mother has an opinion about what you're doing. We talk about the older generation versus younger generation approach to business. We hear the story about how B got flooded with orders from all over the world during finals week, and she had to recruit her mom and her roommates to fulfill the orders. We also talk about how B started off making lemonade stands, shoveling snow off neighborhood driveways, and hosting car washes. Bee's story is amazing. She's an entrepreneur to the bone. You guys, I cannot wait for you to hear her story and just be inspired. So let's jump in. So can you walk me through the creation of Astrono Beads? Yes, (laughs) definitely. Hmm, Where do I begin? (laughs) So It initially started during my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So growing up, I've always been very creative and loving art in all different aspects and different mediums. And I just love expressing myself through art. And I've also been kind of geeky when it comes to Mm -hmm. science and especially space, because I just find it so mind blowing and fascinating about the worlds outside of ours and how huge our universe is and how many mysteries are out there. So those are two things that just make me who I am. I've just been like extremely curious and also very creative. So when I started my senior year of high school, I had the opportunity to take an astronomy course. And my teacher in high school, she was just so passionate about the subject and I really looked up to her in a lot of ways and when um, it came around time for graduation I started making these really cute solar system wrap bracelets Mm -hmm. just for fun like I went to a few bead stores and tried to find beads that looked like planets and I posted a picture of them on Instagram when I was 18 and I wrote a little note that was like, oh, like check out these new solar system bracelets I made. They're out of this world. <laughs> and so many of my friends were like, those are so cool. Like I want one. That's so awesome. So with all of that excitement and popularity, I ended up making a handful more and gave them out to friends as graduation gifts. Mm-hmm. So it all really just started as a fun hobby. And then I went on to my freshman year of college and kind of got swept up with all of the busyness of classes and just getting familiar with the new environment and meeting a lot of new friends. And I was a business major in college. I was a marketing major. It wasn't until my sophomore year of college, halfway through my sophomore year, was when I decided to bring back my solar system bracelet idea. Mm Mm-hmm because there's not really anything like it out there. And I reached out to an entrepreneurship professor at my college and just kind of pitched him the idea. I was like, hey, like I have these really unique bracelets. I'm looking to try to sell them online, maybe put them on Etsy, social media. 
what do you think? And he thought my bracelets were so freaking cool. And was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this. I'd love to help you. Let me set you up with a mentor who will help you create your website. And let's put all these ideas out there and see what the world thinks. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the budding start of Astrano Beads, where it all started in high school. But then in college was when I really found the tools and skills and people to help me launch it out to the world. So I feel like there are a couple ways we could go with this. We're going to get there eventually. Mm -hmm. But when you were first getting it going, and you were first like telling your friends, did you ever try to hide almost the nerdy side? Like, oh, I love astronomy. Did you ever try to hide that? I think so. Maybe a teensy bit. Because Mm -hmm. when I posted it on my Instagram, like people understood that that that's me like I'm very nerdy and geeky when it comes to the universe and it was a bracelet that was like something that meant a lot to me Mm -hmm. but to my surprise there were a ton of my friends and other people out there that wanted it yeah thought it was really rad and like just different Mm -hmm. that it surprised me and I just found it really cool how a lot of my friends We're also really curious about space and science and the bracelet kind of created that conversation starter. Mm -hmm. So at first I was a little skeptical about posting it, but then after posting, it was really cool watching the wave of how many people wanted to like join in and like wear it too. When you first, when it got out and got going, so you're in college, you got, Mm -hmm. you have your mentor. What happened next? Like how did it gain momentum? I first met up with my mentor. Her name is Sarah. We met up in February. So February was when I reached out to the entrepreneurship professor. And it was actually the day before my 20th birthday. It was on (laughs) February 9th when my professor was so excited and wanted to help me like make this dream into a reality. It was like one of the best presents ever, you know? And like, it was the start of this like crazy project that I was just, I had so many ideas in my head that I couldn't wait to put into action Mm -hmm. so it all started early February when I met up with my mentor to build the website and get all the ideas formalized we ended up deciding that our launch date was going to be Earth Day April 22nd of 2016 so we had about two to three months of planning and prep mode that was a really good time for me because I started putting my ideas out there and telling my friends what I was up to where when it came time to the launch, I had a bunch of people excited and hyped up. So it was cool. It was like a huge snowball effect, honestly, because when I launched on Earth Day, I had over like 200 shares to my website. Amazing. Sorority sisters sharing it to their circle of friends, friends from grade school, high school, college, my family members from all over sharing it. And it was really neat seeing just like, my bubble of friends and them sharing it to their bubbles and their circle and network that Mm -hmm. it's amazing how word of mouth can travel yeah and it was a little bit overwhelming I'm not gonna lie on earth day (laughs) I remember I was sitting there like what is going on here we go did you have a moment where you're like uh did I just did I really just do that (laughs) (laughs) I think I did I remember in my head right now thinking about it so my entrepreneurship professor his name's Greg he also challenged me to not only launch my website on Earth Day but to sell in person in the middle of campus oh yeah 
So I was talking to strangers that I've never met before, explaining <laughs> my brand in person. And that was like one of the best ways to pitch my product mm-hmm. and to explain it to somebody who doesn't know me. When I first launched my product and website, it was a lot of people who wanted to support me, mm-hmm. just spread the word. But it was also really neat getting orders from people who didn't know me. Yeah. You know? That was like a huge realization where I was like, wow, okay, like this is something here. People say like sometimes people are buying it just because they want to support you. But then it's another reason where people want to buy it because they really like your product and it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter who's selling it. Yeah. It's, they see the product and they think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that you mentioned you pitching in person to people like in real life off the internet. Yeah. I was doing some research on you and I was like looking on the website and I was like, okay, like what kind of questions can I ask her that nobody's asked before? And you had Ooh. a ton of interviews. <laughs> I know. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness. And I noticed that you did a lot of pitches for yourself and for your product and you were Mm -hmm. featured on different things. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us the story of the first time you were in front of a group of people who were like maybe a step ahead of you and you were pitching yourself and your product? What, What were you feeling? What was that like? Oh, that's a yeah, I have like three instances that just popped into my mm-hmm. head. I'll go to this the third time I pitched. The third time I pitched was at a community event in my college town. And it was called Grassroots Entrepreneurs, where any startup or business could come in and pitch what their business is about and obstacles they're facing at the moment. Mm-hmm. So there, the room was probably full of maybe 30 to 40 people, people a lot older than me. So it'd be business owners, different entrepreneurs in the crowd, some professors. And I pitched my business and then talked about some obstacles that I was facing in the beginning stages. And I remember I just got blasted with maybe 30 to 40 to 50, just opinions, comments, solutions, ideas, and it was extremely overwhelming. Yeah. How- like all of the things that I was doing wrong, things I could be doing better. But at the end of the day, it was like just me. And like mm-hmm. I had some mentors and some friends helping me at the time. And it just felt like a lot of weight on my shoulders, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then my like now looking back at it, thinking about it through the phrase of like everyone and their mother is going to have an opinion. Yes. You know, so at the time, I didn't have that perspective. I was extremely overwhelmed. But now that I'm looking back at it, it's helped me every time I do a pitch or explain my business to people a lot more successful than me. Mm -hmm. I'm able to like keep that in the back of my head, like, okay, calm down. You're still just learning. You know, you don't have to have all the answers. And it's really helpful to get all of those pieces of advice, but taking them with a grain of salt is very important. Mm-hmm. Was that a pretty overwhelming experience? Were you? It was, yeah. And I remember I was living in the sorority house at the time. This was mm-hmm. during my sophomore year that I came home from that event and was just so like exhausted. Yeah. Like sometimes when you're on all the time, like if you always have to be present and on your game. And then when you come home to just, you want to just talk to nobody, (laughs) like (laughs) truly just like soak in what just happened. I remember I was having a really hard time like talking to somebody about it or like explaining 
all of what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I remember. It was kind yes. of a, it was a hard day. Because <laughs> we have these great ideas and then we try to move forward. But it's one thing to have the idea in your house and you're thinking, oh, this is great. But then when you go out and you explain to someone like, hey, I'm doing this and it goes like this. And especially with older generations, they're like, so wait, you're what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the older generation tends to work a little bit more linearly when it comes to business. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, you first got to set up your trademark, set up your website, make sure you have all of your legal steps checked for, mm-hmm. make sure you have this amount of capital raised before you go out and start a business. Where nowadays with having the ability to order stuff online and there's so many people creating side hustles to mm-hmm. launch like a passion project they have going. You don't have to work in that structure, I feel like anymore. Yeah. So it's important like taking the right advice from the right people sometimes but it's hard to like feel people out sometimes you know (laughs) yeah well especially when they're older and you have respect for them right and I respect your opinion but yes circumstance I might take another route right right so now that we kind of touched on that story which I'm sure was very hard as you were very young and having all these opinions about you and your brand (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can you take us to the story of when it got just like very, very difficult and it was like one of your hardest moments. Do you have a story like that? One of my hardest moments, December of 2017. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So I had the opportunity to meet Scott Kelly, who mm-hmm. was a phenomenal, awesome astronaut. Uh, and um he really changed my life like it was really cool talking to him he was very humble down to earth and just like you could talk to him forever mm-hmm. and he was gracious enough to send out a tweet and instagram post about my bracelets to his over 5 million followers my gosh and it was insane i remember i got back to school And he said he was going to send the post in the next following few days. So I was just waiting around, seeing what would happen. And it was kind of the calm before the storm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Whatever. uh, Yeah, he ended up sharing a post and it got a huge amount of like really exciting engagement and likes and comments. And I had hundreds of orders from all over the world. (laughs) And... It was during finals week. (laughs) So I remember I was, and I was still getting like an influx of orders, even like days after the post, because people were like seeing it again. And I was so excited, but also super overwhelmed with, okay, how am I going to balance these exams I need to study for, these orders that need to get out and stay sane as a human you know mm-hmm. I asked some of my roommates to help me I ordered beads as fast as I could like for extra supplies that I could get online in time mm-hmm. and luckily we're, we were able to make it all work but that was one of the times where like I was faced with such a huge problem mm-hmm. and how am I going to do this I don't know there were there would be a few times where I would be having to balance a lot of schoolwork that was going on with a lot of serious orders that I needed to send out. And it was 
wanting to be a friend and like yeah and be social so Mm -hmm. I would say a lot of my hardships would be balancing a business in college and as I mentioned like the blessing and a curse it taught me so much about how to run a business while being very busy and Mm -hmm. I could implement a lot of stuff I learned in class into my business and it taught me a lot of skills on makes me the happiest out of those three skills for balancing things that fit my needs a lot of the hardship was just like the balancing act yeah so when the Scott Kelly when he promoted it and then all of the people sent in orders did you just recruit your roommates and stay up all night and yeah yeah, I recruited my roommates to help me bead which was so so kind of them (laughs) and I think my mom came up to help me she lived two hours away so she Mm. was able to help for the influx of orders which was crazy and super fun was the ground just like covered in beads yeah so at that point I was beading in my room And we used my bed to lay out all of the products. (laughs) So I remember sometimes we would bead one day and then the next day would be the send out day. Mm -hmm. When it came time to when I was going to go to bed, I would have to move all of the products off (laughs) and put them in like little nooks and crannies around my room in organized fashion. I also used like, you know, those shoe racks Mm -hmm. you can put up in your closet. (laughs) Yeah, I used that for products one day. I like took my shoes out and put solar system in this canister, (laughs) pale blue dot necklaces in this one. Like I got creative with a small area to work with. Mm -hmm. And so when you ship them out, did you just like go to the post office with like 50 orders? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So post office, that's a whole nother ballgame. At first, when I would get orders, when I first launched my my bracelets, I would take them one by one into the post office. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I realized how inefficient and frustrating that would make me. Just some certain post offices I would go to, the workers would just be very hard to deal with sometimes, I hate to say it. And like the lines would be so long that I hated holding up the line for people behind me. I started doing some research and luckily found service called ShipStation. Mm -hmm. So I used ShipStation to print out all of my labels online and then just slap them on to all of my packages okay and nowadays I use Shopify for everything that's an online e-commerce platform so Mm -hmm. it's good like every time I had an obstacle it would help me have to think differently and figure out okay there's got to be an easier way to do this what am I gonna do you know it forced you to learn definitely (laughs) yeah Okay, I feel like I have a better understanding. We've gotten the creation story in the beginning, and then we've gotten some of the middle, and we've hit some of the lows. Mm-hmm. But, but what's the story of the moment where you're like, oh my gosh, like I have made like one of your highest of highs? Yes, this is amazing. Or oh, uh-huh. I did this. Okay, I would say two like very exciting awards that make my just heart smile. With mm-hmm. how like far I've come, I guess. Mm-hmm. The first one was for the Her Campus 22 Under 22 Award. Mm-hmm. Just on a whim, I had a friend send me the link and she said, B, I think you'd be a great candidate for this. You should apply. And I'm pretty sure I applied like the day before it was due, probably at like 11.59 p.m. Like... <laughs> last minute over here so I was like yeah sure why not add it to my list of things to do that day so I sent off my 
application where I just wrote about what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, like three or four months later, I got email that I was one of these 22 females around the nation that's mm-hmm. doing something unique and inspiring. And it was just so wonderful to be on that type of a list with these amazing girls doing amazing things uh-huh and um that was a really cool way that like I don't know I was able to see like wow okay these bracelets are connecting people from all over the world mm-hmm. and I'm so proud of it yeah I'm so proud to be on that list with people mm-hmm. so that was one instance where I was just thrilled and I'm also always it always makes me happy to see customers sharing photos wearing their bracelets or even just everyday wearers and people wearing their solar system bracelet on all types of adventures and mm-hmm. customers sharing their stories and what their product makes them think about just all the little things compiled together have been extremely rewarding to see. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but if you're enjoying the episode, could you do me a favor? Could you screenshot what you're listening to and post it up on your Instagram story? That way other people can find out about the podcast. Plus, I want to see who's listening in on this conversation. Thanks so much, guys. Let's jump back in. I also received the Student Entrepreneur of the Year Award from my college at Mizzou yeah which was cool because I mean when people think of an entrepreneur sometimes they think like oh this tech star who launched Facebook or (laughs) okay like they created this app that now is curing people of this disease or that disease so and I agree like those are amazing entrepreneurs doing (laughs) extremely cool things to help save humanity and help our world. It was really cool to be able to be honored as the Student Entrepreneur of the Year for my bracelets and Mm -hmm. all of the dots that they've connected around the world. And just me out of my dorm room or sorority room launching out these orders, it was definitely gaining traction very fast. And it was really cool that my college was recognizing that and proud to share my story all around to their network too. And I wouldn't be able to get there without all of my professors and fellow colleagues and students. Like my college was a great, great place to launch my business because everybody was so supportive. You were surrounded by the right people that poured into you and helped Mm -hmm. right time. No, that's awesome. That is that's so wonderful. It's so amazing to see like, oh my gosh, I did this. I built like this is happening. People care what I'm creating and making. Yeah. What? (laughs) Right. It's like, wow, super cool. And it's fun because now I've been keep going. And as I've been introducing new products and sharing more stories online, it's now an even bigger community. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just bracelets. It's now online. Everybody's excited to see what's going on and what's next it's really engaged a really cool creative and curious community on my platforms so that's been really rewarding to see as well yeah that's awesome that is amazing <laughs> so I was poking around a little as I mentioned on your internet <laughs> and I saw that one person one woman that you look up to is Carly Kloss yeah and mm-hmm. I recently listened to a podcast a couple months ago with it's the Lewis House podcast for School of Greatness. And okay. he interviewed Carly Kloss. And she was talking about like the coding with Klossy and how she was basically encouraging young women to get into tech and to mm-hmm. 
smartness, basically. So what are some of the things that you look up to her, like, and that have inspired you? Yeah, a lot of that. So a lot of the encouraging of women in STEM. And I went to a very women-empowered high school mm-hmm. where everybody was just like, yeah, girl power, you do you, girl. Like, you can do anything. <laughs> and so... Carly Kloss is actually from St. Louis, so she's from the same city as me. Okay. And so that was just like a fun little connection too. But I I really look up to how she was able to transform her platform to not just, I'm a model, I'm beautiful, I'm famous, I'm a celebrity. And she was able to like bring it to something that she's making like smartness very glamorous, mm-hmm. you know, where like science meets fashion, showing girls that like, you can do this, you can be cool and smart at the same time and creating a platform for where girls want to be smart. So I really look up to her in a lot of those ways. I like how she's using her platform to an even bigger purpose. Refresh my memory. She she was a model and then she created her business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say over 10 locations around the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's these, there's camps, there's groups, there's teams, there's clubs, like there's a lot of different aspects to it. It gets these girls in high school, girls in grade school together, and they learn how to code on computers. And she also encourages girls to like, they can be their own entrepreneurs one day and mm-hmm. they can create anything they set their mind to. Yeah. Which is cool. So it's creative at the same time and very focused. And I mean, the tech industry is predominantly, it's been male focused for a while. And so she's kind of going after a really unique niche and finding girls who are really interested in getting that computer science in their lives, especially right before college too. I don't think a lot of those courses have even been available to grade school or high schoolers. So she's kind of starting early Mm -hmm. and getting their minds working with like, okay, what can you see yourself doing in the future? Figure it out now and let's explore now. So then you'll be even more ready when it comes time to choosing where you want to go to school. That's to my understanding of what she's been up to and she's been killing it. So it's kind of cool. I love the perspective of going against the grain. Like typically, yes, it has been a lot of men in tech in the past, but we can go against the grain. And like, why couldn't a woman be in there? Like, why, why wouldn't you be able to go there and do that and create Mm -hmm. this? Just because there's a lot of men in it now doesn't mean you're not allowed there, you know? Right. Yeah. So she's really just making some cool moves and inspiring girls from all over to want to join her mission which I think Mm -hmm. is really neat yeah no that's wonderful and awesome (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna transition a smidge I noticed that you and your brother both have your own business and I totally love that and so what has been your entrepreneurial journey while you have Astrono beads and your brother (laughs) has bold brew coffee what has Uh that been like to have each other to support each other Yeah, so Jack started Bold Brew maybe like a year and a half or two ago. He's been killing it with this coffee company. Yes. Him and his friend Jake started it. And Jack's also always been very entrepreneurial and very like go-getter. He's so social and knows everyone and their mother. Like he's probably one of the most social and like connecting people I know. Mm -hmm. Jack went to school out in San Diego And he was involved with one of the entrepreneurship centers here. And I launched my business during my sophomore year and I went to school in Missouri. Mm -hmm. So 
I've always loved bouncing ideas off of Jack and like asking what his take is. And I really look up to him in a lot of ways. And having him as an entrepreneur in my family has really helped me just have a support system. And I love bouncing ideas off of him. And I love Mm -hmm. my younger brother is also very entrepreneurial, too. So I really admire their advice Mm -hmm. before I run with an idea. I like kind of bouncing it off of a handful of people. Jack started Bold Brew and... Even though we're both doing completely different things, like I'm beading bracelets and yeah. sending out a lot of online orders and he's brewing coffee yeah. and working with a lot of retailers, like at the end of the day, we're both doing our own thing and getting out there, making connections, thinking differently, having to come up with our next strategy all the time. So mm-hmm. Jack has been... They've launched their product all over California so far. I think they're over in like they're in over 300 locations in different independent retailers and different grocery stores and gas stations. So it's been really neat watching their traction grow. I also do a lot of work with marketing because that was my specialty in college and Jack studied engineering. Oh, Whenever I can offer any marketing strategies or help with Kickstarter or help with Facebook advertising or what's the best Instagram time to post or little things like that that I've found success with, I always share that with my brother and I'm like, test this out. And he does the same to me. It's been really helpful having like an entrepreneur support system. Yes. Well, I feel like he would have your back too, you know. For sure. Oh, yeah. No matter what, you can go to him and he's walked through similar experiences, even though it's yeah. like that it is different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and he can wrap his head around any hardships I'm going through and I can help him through anything that they're running into, you know? Just more people to help figure out, okay, like how are we going to get through this or what are our roadblocks right now? You know, just stuff like that. I admire you too. And I look up to, I'm like, dang, this family's like killing it. (laughs) (laughs) Are your parents, are they entrepreneurial or are they just? Yeah, my dad has his own tax business. He's a tax attorney. He's an entrepreneur. And he does a lot of work where he has to like go out and find clients, you know, or he's like an entrepreneur trying to come up with his next move all the time as well. Yeah. And my mom's a nurse. My mom's a hospice nurse. Mm -hmm. So she's just got a heart of gold. Yeah. And I think having my dad's very driven and focused and smart and by the numbers and my mom's very social and caring. And I think the blend of those two have, have really shaped my brothers and I into how we are and how we operate. Another interesting thing about my parents is they raised us to be very independent. Yeah. Like we never got an allowance growing up. We would just, we would have lemonade stands, we would (laughs) shovel the driveways of snow, we would do car washes. And I actually ran a neighborhood kids camp. (laughs) I like sent out flyers to like neighbors from all over and their kids. And I was like, hey, come to my camp. (laughs) drop your kids off from nine to three and we will like play games and go to the park and uh make craft that was probably one of my like first entrepreneurial endeavors (laughs) (laughs) I was probably way too young to be watching these kids I probably should have been one of the kids in the camp (laughs) but I think I did it when I was in sixth seventh and eighth grade oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) 
my friend Rachel and I did it together. So, and Rachel was one year older than me. Oh, so good. we oh. were pretty young, but we were watching all of these kids. I think the ages were like three to 10 or something, three to 12. I need to go back into my records and find one of those flyers. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, so then with that money, we would either like buy an iPod or we would go spend it on like a new pair of shoes for the school year or we would walk to, we would walk all over the place growing up. My parents just kind of let us do whatever Mm -hmm. and just said, you know what, figure it out, you know, you got to go make money somehow or go like I don't know it was just kind of a cool way that how I was raised helps helps me like understand how I operate today yeah well it sounds like they taught you resourcefulness yes I do like they taught you hey like life's not always gonna throw you easy balls you know sometimes you have to go out and make a way for it to happen Mm -hmm. and we didn't have cable growing up so that was another reason why we were always like outside (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean we had video games so sometimes we would play video games but most of the time we were like just outside like at the pool all day or Mm -hmm. walking around like just being kids but it was just funny resourcefulness is definitely a skill to learn especially Mm -hmm. just because it can be easy to give up when things get difficult or the obstacle seems like it's impossible. Right. It's a good, definitely, skill to have during entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. you know, where you don't have all the money and all the resources at the beginning, and you're working with a lean team and a lean amount of supplies. Yeah. And, and you're working in your bedroom, and you have your bed to right. call order. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a corner office just yet. You got to work with what you, you got. work with what you got. Yeah. But I mean, I don't mind. I like don't need all the extra, you know? Yeah. That's just how I am. What? So we're going to go a little deeper into the brand. What are your core beliefs and the messages behind Astrono Beads? So my overarching mission is to wear and share the love of the cosmos. And throughout each one of my products, they also hold a specific message behind the beads. So the solar system bracelet is bigger than a bracelet, which is like really empowering to have on your wrist Mm -hmm. where you can kind of wrap your head around. All right. There's a huge solar system and there's an even bigger universe out there next to us. We're in it. (laughs) All of my worries I have right now, like sometimes it can kind of calm you down in a way. And also it's empowering to have on your wrist where you're like, I am one with this solar system and universe and I'm going to crush it today. So solar system bracelet is the bracelet that started it all for me. And every time I wear that, I find it very empowering to have on my side. So all the other products also hold like a really important message. And whether it being something that's connected to sun that I think is a really neat message to portray or the solar eclipse and how pausing to look up at a beautiful sight in the sky is so important for us and it connects Mm -hmm. us. So the cool thing about every product is there's a big message behind the beads. And I think everybody who wears it also has that message in the back of their head where when they look down at their bracelet, they're not just looking at these beads. They're looking at, okay, like this curious thing that's happening in our universe. Yeah. Have you always been so just fascinated and intrigued by like the universe and the stars and the solar system? 
yeah I just like I love just thinking about it all Mm -hmm. and sometimes I think so deeply about it that I have to like snap back into reality and I'm like oh my gosh I'm here like in this city in this room on this end of the planet like Mm -hmm. I wonder how somebody else is doing on another end of the planet or like I think astronomy is so cool because it connects us all together Mm -hmm. and no matter what your language is or what your religion is at the end of the day like we are all here on this pale blue dot called earth in space right now and there's a lot out there that we're still trying to figure out but we're figuring it all out together Mm -hmm. and I think it's just a really really cool thing that connects us all and I think like honestly every human on the planet should be curious about space Mm -hmm. and curious about the universe it's just it's cool how it connects us you know yeah yeah it's very humbling too yes definitely what is one of your biggest dreams for astrono beads biggest dreams as always I love implementing new products and coming up with what I'm going to try next I think one of my biggest dreams would be to get one of my bracelets on the wrists of an astronaut who's like going on a voyage to either the International Space Station or Mars. Those are probably the next two human flights that will be happening for a while. Mm-hmm. That'd be a dream. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, just like continuing to spread my message. I feel like every day that I've been running this has been a dream and like seeing customers from all over sharing photos and experiences like that's just been really cool seeing the dream come to life Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm just gonna keep going with the flow and keep kicking it (laughs) what is one thing that you wish every girl our age knew it could be business or it could be life I think hmm, like there's nothing more rewarding than following something that brings you joy And watching it come to life, you know, or like creating something that you're passionate about. The cool thing about Astrono Beads is I was able to, I've always been really creative. Mm -hmm. And I've created a ton of different types of products. I went through a phase where I made these penny necklaces. (laughs) And I went through a phase of making like, I sewed headbands and I made jean pocket purses. Mm -hmm. And I've always, I've always made something like odd or fun and the really neat thing about Astrano Beads, though, is it blended not just my creativity, but another aspect of me that makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. And even though there were hardships down the road, and even though I had times where I was like, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I stayed true to myself. And I created something that I'm proud of. No matter if it fails or keeps flourishing, I'm I'm still proud of it. And I've learned so much. So I think one of the best pieces of advice is people always say this and it's cheesy, but stay true to yourself and you can create anything you set your mind to, you know? Yeah. That reminds me of the whole thing of you have your ideas, you have your hopes and goals, and you don't want go to the grave and never know like what. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so true. That's like one of the scary things for me. It's like, well, you better be working as hard as you can to do that thing that you want to do because you don't want to get to the end of it having never done it. Mm-hmm. I'm that's sure, a really good point. I'm sure you've seen this firsthand. Once you create that thing, people actually care and they actually want in on what you're doing. Yeah, and a lot of people who do reach out and want to know more about it 
I can tell like the look in their eyes that they want to start something too. Or the amount of coffee dates I've had with people bouncing ideas about what startup they want to run with, or they're curious about how I started and how they might start up their idea. I'm more than happy to help. And I love bouncing ideas about entrepreneurship. Like it's a really unique type of energy and it's contagious talking about it. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, talking about what could be at the end of the day, like you're the one who has to choose for yourself. If you want that to be your next move, if you really, really, really want to dive in, gotta, I mean, for me, honestly, I had no idea how (laughs) this was going to go. I just threw myself into it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And just went with the flow. Of course, I had dreams, but at the I didn't know what it was going to be like. I didn't know if it was going to fail, but I didn't let that stop me. Well, and when we create something, it inspires other people to create things too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Where can we go to stalk you, to find you, to learn oh, more cool. about you? Where do you hang out? <laughs> so Instagram, I would say, is my favorite platform because I'm such a visual person Mm -hmm. and I love showcasing different photos and sharing my story on Instagram. So you can find Astrono Beads. It's it's spelled Mm A-S-T-R-O-N-O-B-E-A-D-S on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. You can find that on astronobeads.com if you want to check it out there. And then me personally, as a human, if you just want to see what I'm up to, my name on Instagram is Bedo, and that's spelled B-E-A-D-O-H. I love that you can incorporate your name into Astrono Beads. Too. Yes, my younger brother came up with that. So we have to give Henry props. Is there anything I didn't ask that you wanted to talk about today? or anything? Um, I'm just happy to share my story. And if anybody ever wants to reach out, and chat with me about an idea they want to start or if they have any questions that I didn't catch into this interview like my door is always open so feel free to hit me up send me a direct message or tweet me or whatever works (laughs) yeah so that's just me I'm just lending a helping hand for anyone out there who is struggling or needs help with a business they want to launch Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, B. Thank you, Serena. Hello, friends. What did you think of B's story? Isn't she incredible? And what I love most about B is she's so matter-of-fact about everything that's happened. She's like, oh, yeah, I started a kid's camp when I was in sixth grade. That is not normal, B. You are a rock star, and I'm so grateful to know you and to hear your story. You guys, if you were inspired by B's story, send her a DM. She said she'd always be here if you need someone to talk to. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of our podcast, and I just wanted to say, you guys are rock stars. We are episode 20. That is amazing, and it has been so fun learning and growing and just figuring out how to make this better and better. If you have any ideas for future your podcast episodes, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. If you have any guest nominations, DM me those too. You guys, I love you. I appreciate your support so much. I get a few messages each week and you guys, you guys rock. You're the reason why I do this. So with this upcoming week, just be thinking about the things that you can do to make your world better. You have impact. You have influence. You can do amazing, amazing things, but you have to do it. It's not going to happen on its own. I love you guys and I hope you have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Bye.